0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Legion of Writers podcast. This episode, I'm going to be featuring an actor, uh, writer, producer. Uh, She goes by the name of Gladys Perez. And yes, we are related. She is my sister, disclaimer. Um, And she has taught me a lot about not just how to present, but how to act sometimes, which has helped me with my uh, personal things and in-person projects. So, Gladys, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Just tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Okay. Uh, As you said, I'm an actor, writer, producer. Uh, I've written lots of different types of styles of things. Uh, I'm I'm a screenwriter. I I have a pilot right now that we're shopping as a script. I have uh, co-written a couple of other short films, and have executive produced those. I've written a lot of blogs. I, I am a life coach as well, so I have a lot of like uh, self-help articles and things like that that I've written over the years, and let's see, what else? I, I've covered writing, producing, and I am this year, and maybe even this month, uh, starting on a screenplay for uh, a feature that I am working on, but I, I won't talk about that here. It's just uh, it's going to be my, my COVID movie. But not about COVID.
0: (laughs) COVID inspired, but not related to COVID.
1: Yes, exactly. Now I have time on my hands, so I think I'll write a screenplay.
0: Exactly. We all seem to have a little bit more time on our hands for some things and and others. Okay, so um, your screenplays, for the most part, um, what genre would they be in? Uh,
1: Usually comedies, for the most part. Although the, the, the long one that I'm going to work on is going to be more like a dramedy going to have a lot of drama in it but i can't help but um just inject my own humor into things that i that i work on so the one that we're shopping now is called the apartment it's about four people who are living in an apartment where there are only supposed to be two people so they're not supposed to be in there and they have to resort to lots of deception and lots of zany craziness to
0: you know live there and live Now, is this a New York specific since you are based out of New York or is this, uh, something translatable to any big urban area?
1: It's translatable to any big urban area. It's basically, um, we have a great apartment. It's cheap, which is, you know, very rare. You remember Seinfeld, that episode, what's the rent, that big, that, that line that was always going on. What's the rent? So it's, it's like that. So it's, uh. An amazing apartment, and two of the four friends have it first, and then the other two need a place, and the first two lose their jobs, and so mayhem ensues because we all are going to fit into this apartment, no matter what happens—hell or high water.
0: So that's gonna... so it's
1: about New York, but it's about just people trying to make it.
0: Oh, you mean like now? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that seems uh, very relatable, actually. So. Let me ask you, What what is one of the things you said you like to build on humor? So what is one of the things that inspires your writing?
1: Real life. Um, I'll use our family as an example. Uh, we have a very dramatic family.
0: <laughs> we do.
1: And uh, <laughs> we have a very dramatic family. I recently asked uh, one member of our family if they had said hello to another member of the family and they said no, and I have the text messages to show you what a nasty person they are. So, so that's why I'm mad at them. And I was like, I don't want to see your text messages. I, I don't. I don't want to be involved in that. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like the fodder for so much humor.
0: Yeah, yeah. I seem to remember an episode that would actually make a great episode of. Uh, one of our parents, the one who drives, um, with the car catching on fire, I believe. <laughs> yes. The car, the car yeah, exactly. caught on fire, and he jumped out of the car and and started screaming, "The car's on fire!" and the children are still in the car. And <laughs> yes, his exactly. and his elderly sister.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we laugh about that, and people listening are going to be like, "Oh my god!"
0: Yeah, no, it it what? was it was We're quite valley, comedic. Exactly. It was comedic. The children still remember it, um, which just tickles the heck out of me that they still remember stuff like that. But but yeah, I guess our family does have a lot of comedy, dramedy, you know, a little bit of everything, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's,
1: it's, I mean, you've noticed. I think
0: you've used it in, in your writing, too. I have. I have. There are certain things that I... <laughs> That I do write in, and it's some things that people just, that doesn't really happen. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Mm -hmm. So, and for those of you listening who don't know um, my whole background or our whole background, um, we are the children of a Puerto Rican father and a Peruvian mother. And I always say, uh, I like to say jokingly that it's la mezcla del carajo. You know, basically the mix from hell, um, and it, it and it is a rare and uh, volatile combination, but a very loving combination.
1: Yeah, it's lovely, and it, it is and it is volatile. You know why? Because Caribbeans tend to be very extroverted and tend to be. You know, I know, I'm going to be generalistic here, generalizing here, but uh, you know, Caribbean daddy side more extroverted, more outgoing, more out there, more, you know, just out in the streets and kind of, like, uh, very friendly, whereas some South Americans are very, very reserved, and that would be mommy, (laughs) that would be mommy, very reserved, very to herself, you know, not she's more of an introverted extrovert you know she mm. likes to go out and, and do things but she's more to herself and to her s- small core group of friends whereas daddy is more like put me in the middle of a parade and I'm happiest
0: Yes all the time you know? I have to admit right? I'm, I'm more like mommy in being the introverted extrovert. I have learned to be an extrovert as you can see from this lovely podcast. But it is not something that comes natural to me or that I can just do at the drop of a dime. Like, I have to mentally prepare to do that.
1: Oh, well, you know, and I'm more like daddy.
0: Exactly. I'm
1: going stir crazy. I just told uh, James, who's my husband, I just told him this morning, I said, I think I'm going to cut some bangs. Don't do it. Please don't. And I was like, I got to get out of (laughs) here.
0: Don't do it. Don't do it.
1: don't, don't do it. Please don't. So I'm, I'm really resorting to all kinds of crazy ideas. Like, I, why don't we, you know, why don't we create this? Why don't we, you know, you know, break down that wall, you know, that kind of thing. Cause all I want to do is take a walk and I actually want to go take the train somewhere and go to an audition. And there are no auditions right now. There's no work. There's nothing.
0: Well, speaking of that with this uh, lovely coronavirus crackdown you are in New York City proper and, yes and you this had a where show where the epicenter is exactly and you had a show that you were actually going to be um, you know doing in. Mm-hmm. yes and,
1: and it got postponed
0: all of that's been postponed we're,
1: everything's been postponed I, my, my day job um, my survival job is out working at an art service organization and it's a great organization that provides uh, access to theater for New Yorkers and tourists and everything. And all of our part-time and uh, per diem employees have been laid off and the rest of us are on 50% pay. Wow!
0: Because I work
1: there full time. Yeah. And, uh, if Brock is closed after, Oh, sorry. Hold on one second. My phone is ringing. Hold on. I'm going to mute my Laura
0: Yeah. I'm here.
1: I'm so sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's he, he's shopping for mommy too.
0: Oh, okay. No problem. Don't worry.
1: That's that's the uh, COVID nineteen shopping drips yes. that necessitate five thousand calls to the house. <laughs> Did you say toothpaste or toothache? <laughs> mommy has toothache. She needs something for that. Okay, sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is this has been a challenge. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, let me ask you now. You're working on your screenplay. Are you finding that you actually have a little bit more time or are you just so stir crazy that you need to get something else done before you can buckle down and do this?
1: Well, what I realized is I had to organize my space better first, um, especially since I'm here all the time now. Whereas if I worked from home before, it was an on and off thing. And so if there was a mess or some clutter somewhere that I could just deal with it, but um, so I've been actually spending a lot of time just dealing with a lot of clutter and moving things around. And I've moved my office space, and I actually set up this—I'll uh, show you, since even though your people can't see it. You see this? This is a, a self-tape background right now with the light. If I, so if I have to do a self-tape from home, it's already hanging from the window here, and then it's a, an automatic thing that I that I have done instead of having to, you know. And I can always set up the tripod and shoot myself that way. Oh, that's cool. See what I mean? Yes. So I've been trying to set my space up differently since I will be home for the foreseeable future.
0: Exactly. Um, Well, that's like all of us, um, you know, all of us creators right now are, are, are striving to figure out where our niche is at home and how to better create a space that we're going to be comfortable at, that we can produce at and that we want to go to. Um, so are you finding that um, I know you live with your husband. Uh, are you finding that you have the support at home that you need to be able to do that?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, this week he's been working outside. He's been going to work uh, because you know he works in social services. so it's been hard to it's been hard to get things done just because I've had a lot of work to do through my day job as well. So it's been hard to get things done, except for now on the weekend. Um, he's been able to help me move things around and and kind of plan with me. And he also now next week he'll be working from home as well. So next week he'll he'll need a space for starting tomorrow. Wow. So we've been working on my space, and now we'll have to work on his space as well.
0: Wow. So the it, lockdown the uh, lockdown is one hundred percent now, though, right?
1: Think so? Yeah. Every now, I mean, I think he'll be back to his office on Friday because um, they're rotating staff because they work in support uh, supportive housing, so he needs okay. to be able to be there for the for the people.
0: All right. So, as but, a as a creator, I know that you're you're an actress. You know, you're you're an actor. You're a producer. You write screenplays. What is it that you like to read?
1: Okay, so I like to read a lot of different things. I am, if you look at my Kindle, I have so many more things than I, than I, I don't know if I can read them all, but I have so many books on my Kindle and so many books on shelves. It's crazy. Um, Right now, I'm reading the the Targaryen prequel, Fire and Blood, (laughs) which, you know, that's like required reading in our family, (laughs) and, (laughs) and, um. I'm reading that but I also uh read a lot of I read a lot of self-help books I read a lot of like woo-woo type of spiritual books okay I read a lot of acting books uh books about auditioning books about the life of an artist a life of a creator I um, I loved um, The War of Art did you read that no Prince I have Fields? not read The War that. of Art
0: oh yeah.
1: you gotta read that as a writer Really? And he does writing Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, he has a writing Wednesdays, like, uh, challenge every Wednesday. If you get on his mailing list. Steven Pressfield. Okay. He's, like, a big, big, big um, creative uh, like guru for, for creators and writers and all types of people. Okay. Yeah. I'll the definitely Board have to look Art. at that. Yeah, and it's basically, like, fighting that part of you that doesn't want to sit down and get to work.
0: Ah, the procrastinator part.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Or that the being squirrel able chaser. To manage that. The what? Or the squirrel chaser. The squirrel chaser, yes. That's <laughs> me. Squirrel chaser. Yes, that's me.
1: Yeah. Oh, bright shiny object. Yes. Let me, look oh,
0: at. Let me see. <laughs> yes, I will do anything but apply butt <laughs> to chair. Yes. So I remember yeah, exactly. talking. I remember having a conversation one time with an author, um, We were going back and forth and uh, I tried to ask her, what is the best technique for just getting the words down? And she said, practice your ABCs. I was like, what? Apply butt to chair. I was like, okay, I I can do that. I can only do that in 20 minute blocks though, which is why I do word sprints. Yeah, I can only do like 20 minute blocks and then I have to do something. So, do you find yourself, when you're trying to create, getting antsy, or can you stick to it for a long period of time?
1: Uh, I get antsy at first, and then once I get into the groove of it, then I can stick to it, and I, you know, I, I have trouble pulling myself away.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. But
1: if I feel really antsy at first, then I'll do um, this technique called the Pomodoro technique, and it's 25, you set a timer for 25 minutes, uh-huh. and then you take a a break, or you rest, or you do something else for five minutes, and then you start again for twenty-five minutes.
0: Yeah, that's what and I do it's a with great
1: my productivity hack. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I do with my twenty-minute thing. There's
1: an app for it.
0: Is there really? Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's. I think so. Pomodoro. I'm going to look it up right now. <laughs> uh, pomodoro sauce. Pomodoro timer technique. It's one on it's tomato timer.com pomodoro there's all these timers oh isn't that cool pomodoro com. cool but that's the name of the technique it's 25 five all right cool it's like when we ran a marathon
0: yeah one, one <laughs> do you time. remember that 30
1: seconds walking i
0: do <laughs> so so for those of you who don't know and which is most of you um we <laughs> i ran the uh marine corps marathon the one year and uh I have to say I struggled because I am not a runner by any means. I'm not built like a runner. I do not like to run, but I was going to do it. The following year, I had not committed to running, and my lovely sister here decided she was going to do the Marine Corps Marathon, and (laughs) would I do it with her? So I had to register again, and I didn't do anywhere near the training that she did in terms of long-distance running, but... I had kept up my fitness and my running. And I remember you had a little bit of a panic attack at the beginning because even though I told you the first three miles are uphill, I don't think it, it really registered that the first three miles are all uphill. And I remember yeah. I remember you when we finally crested that hill, you're like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm like, yes, you can. It's all downhill. <laughs> and we went downhill. And this is run in, in Arlington, Roslyn, and Georgetown, D.C., um, and I remember when we hit Georgetown, we started singing because it was the yeah. only way I could get you to breathe normally. And so I'm just <laughs> jogging there with you and, and we're singing Broadway tunes and, and Lion King and everything else. And people are just looking at us and laughing. And I realized I had more fun doing that with you than I had ever had running or exercising with anyone. So, if I never said thank you, thank you. That was a lot of fun.
1: Well, thank you, too.
0: <laughs> it, was I still, it was because of you that I did it. But it was, I tell you what, I still have the picture of, of when you crossed the finish line. And, folks, I'm going to try to find that picture for you because it's something to see. <laughs> she's crossing the finish line, arms up in the air, looking like she's just screaming, Thank you, I finished. Um, and she yeah. crosses the finish line, and it is the best look of anyone I've ever <laughs> seen finish. <laughs> I, I thought
1: it would never. I would thought it would never end. I know. It, I was it, like, this is never going to end. This is like hell. But hell.
0: you, you I feel like but, Sisyphus, but you, that ball up a hill. Oh yeah, but you yeah. realize that after a certain while, you you got it. You got yeah. it. Yes, we hit little walls, little plateaus along the way, but we did it. But you know what? When I think about a marathon, I think about the process of writing a book or for you writing a screenplay. It's the same thing. You know, you start out strong and you hit a, a point in your writing where it's, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't finish this. I'm not going to make it. And then you just keep going and you have encouragement coming from your, from your writing team, your writing family. Um, or whoever it is right. that supports you. And then when you get across that finish line, when you hit the end, even though it's not truly the end because of revisions and editing, but it's the end. The story is done. It is like like, like finishing a marathon. Yeah. You know, finishing a screenplay. Because when play. you're writing a story, yeah, you don't think you're ever going to find the end. No, you don't ever what think. What is it. the end? <laughs> exactly. What is the end? And then what what you think is the end, depending on the character's is not the end you had in mind. Because the right. car somewhere along the line the characters hijacked the story and said, No, 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 no. We're not going down that alley. We're going down this alley. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I like that. I like comparing that to the to the marathon thing. I love thinking about that because I always laugh when I think about us singing all through Georgetown and stuff and, and just people oh, yeah. looking at us. <laughs> People like staring crazy. at us. Yeah. Like we were crazy. Yeah, we, maybe we were a little crazy because who would do a marathon? Us. We are not yeah. from a family crazy of runners. We, no. 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 Now, we do come from a family. Our mother writes. She's been writing for, what, 80 years now at least? Mm-hmm. Yes, and, definitely. And our father, you know, has been doing public speaking and public stuff most of his life, mm-hmm. um, as we've known. And... It's just one of those things. We've always been involved in the arts or in something. Um, and mommy used to act with her, uh, yes. with the one group I remember. And we actually did a production one time, didn't we? With the doll, the rag yeah, doll. Yeah,
1: we were dolls. Yeah, Diana's dolls. We were Diana's
0: dolls. Yeah. So, um, so yes, people. I've been on stage. I didn't like it. Don't like it. Still, won't do it again. Um, <laughs>
1: But Unless it's a big conference stage where she's going to be teaching you about you know, Yes, I can or
0: teach some other aspect of that. I can yeah, teach so you, you know? I can I can teach, just I, I don't like the performance part of it. I know it's a performance whenever you are on stage for anything. Mm-hmm. But I can I can do that because I'm thinking about the people in front of me and who I'm who I'm giving information to. Whereas right. when I'm just acting it's like, uh-uh, uh-uh. That's why I, I give you props because I don't know how you do it. And, and I know I could never do that.
1: A lot of training, a lot of money, a lot of time.
0: <laughs> okay, so. A lot of work. It, you know what? And that, that's like being a writer. It's all a lot of training, a lot of work, a lot of practice, practice, practice makes perfect. Um, so anything you write, everything you write is something tenable, something to grab onto, something to say, hey, I did this. And I know that that's how you are with your acting. Now, before we finish, though, and I I will ask you to come back and maybe somehow we can virtually do this um, with some of your co-writers and co-conspirators in the apartment, if you like. Oh, that would be great. We can do that. We can set something like that up because I would love to to find out more about it. I've seen it, but I, I like... I love the idea of that, but I have to say, you know that there's one thing that I like to do, and it makes you laugh every time, but folks that know me know I do this, six degrees of separation. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to say that thanks to my sister and my father and all other kinds of circumstances in my life and folks who I've met uh, through writing like Jonathan Mayberry and everything else. I love playing the game Six Degrees of Separation, and so you have been in what movies now? As a, uh, you were in One Fine Day as an extra, correct?
1: So you mentioned uh, One Fine Day. Yes, I, did. I was an extra in that. Like that was like twenty five years ago.
0: I know, um, but it counts because it, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer was in it, and so was yeah, George Clooney. And George Clooney, so. Yes. Right there, you set me on my parade for Six Degrees of Separation.
1: <laughs> I was also an extra, in the mirror has two faces, so Barbara Streisand.
0: <sighs> I did not know that one.
1: <laughs> you, you didn't know that one? Okay. No.
0: I did not know that one.
1: Yeah. I played one of her college students.
0: Oh, my goodness. I did um, not know that one.
1: Big, the big crowd of college students, yeah. That's okay. And... Uh, and that, that was really back in the days when I did extra I did a, an, an extra I was an extra in a commercial with uh, Anna
0: Kornakova. oh really yeah and yeah. I know you were on Conan O'Brien one time as one of the dancers
1: oh I was on there like six times
0: yeah oh wow okay so Conan yeah. O'Brien yeah. and so then I was, uh, go ahead
1: and then uh, I was on Conan a lot um, and then what else
0: uh, uh, SVU this, this, this,
1: you know, SVU, Leah uh, Ray Donovan.
0: Ray Donovan um, recently. God, friended me. God-friended Kevin me.
1: can wait. Kevin can wait.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So
1: Kevin James, the king of comedy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so who else do you? So I thought you were going to ask me, like uh, who who I could connect you to. So.
0: Oh wait, and uh, Hamilton.
1: Yes, Chris Jackson was uh, in the semester ahead of me. Okay. At, at AMDA, where we went to conservatory. Yep. Okay. And Chris Jackson played... He was General played, Washington. He was
0: General Washington. Okay. General Washington, yep. In and now he's on full. <laughs> so, see, I have lots of fun playing Six Degrees of Separation, people. That's one of my little trivia things that I do in my group. You can ask me <laughs> who you want to be connected to. I will find a way to connect you within six connections. <laughs> I can guarantee it. I have not missed yet. So... <laughs> It may take a little bit of uh, film research on my part and just some connection research, but I will find a way. I know it tickles you when I do that, but every time you tell me something new, I'm like, six degrees of separation. So, you know, I just, it's just funny to me, you know, so I don't know why, but it is. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, I want to say thank you so much, Gladys, for for coming on the show. And um, I look forward to interviewing you and your cohorts and uh, maybe we can do like a group Zoom thing, and I can get everybody on board, and uh, we can do great. something. We can do something fun since we can do a lot of stuff virtually. I can get a lot of recording done, and for that one, I might give you guys a little bit more prep. And if you like, we can do a video. Uh, you know, actually do the video uh-huh. so we can YouTube it as well. Oh, that
1: would be awesome. Okay. Yeah, we'd love that. Um, can I give you the uh, the the our social media?
0: Yeah, you can go ahead and put on the social media here, and I'll add it in. But give us give us your uh, okay. IG link or whatever. So on
1: on Instagram, we're the Apartment TV series, all one word. And on Twitter, we are the Apartment TV series, all one word. And our okay, we can get Apartment TV series on on uh, Facebook. So we got the Apartment TV show. There you go. Womp,
0: womp. Womp, womp. <laughs> so they don't all match. <laughs> That's all right. That's usually the way it works. My email for here is legionofwriterspod because apparently somebody has legionofwriters at Writers I don't know. Oh, weird. So, but thank you so much for coming on, and thank you all for listening. I hope that you guys do follow and uh, hit me up, hit up Gladys, hit up any of my guests at any time. And uh, from me to you, peace, stay safe.